Come on, Comporium. I upped it. Eight. All right. That's it. <clears throat> seven oh four, not seven o'clock. We're four minutes late. We are four minutes. Why help me slide over, man? Oh, there's a notification. I don't want you sitting in my lap. That's right. We got a lot to talk about tonight. First off, y'all see Julio Jones? We have to. He's going to. He done. Uh, he's out of Atlanta. He's out of there. Yeah. No, I haven't paid any attention to it. Yeah, he wants to go to the Cowboys. <clears throat> oh gosh. I guess he ain't had enough beating. He's got. <laughs> <laughs> see, I told you be on here. First comment, yeah. Rob Blackman. Shocker. <clears throat> oh no, it says now he's not gonna play for the Cowboys. No. He can't make up his mind. Anyway, alright. Because they ain't got no quarterback. Enough football. Brandon showed up tonight with his stone cold shirt on. Just for David. So uh there'll obviously be some wrestling talk tonight. Did you watch the biography last night? I watched no, I but so far it I have Ultimate Warrior. You didn't watch uh, Ultimate so, Warrior. So far I have seen Stone Cold, uh Booker T and Roddy Popper. So Shawn Michaels, yeah, Shawn Michaels was uh, last like two weekends ago, and then last night was uh, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. He's like in his early fifties when he yeah, died. He died. <clears throat> Both those guys die early. I don't know if it's from getting put in a headlock and suplexed or from doing dope. <laughs> Probably a little of both. Has <laughs> Russ been in? Has Russ been glowing pipe this evening? <laughs> I don't know if he's been glowing pipe or what. What's wrong with him? What did he say? My father. Don't just let him have he's, his. He's money. been glowing pipe. <laughs> what did he say? I can't get. Who it, is I Austin? Know. I know John, but not Austin. What? Oh, I get it now. Yeah, he's, he's talking just... <laughs> about the Bible, John three sixteen. Oh, 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 I got you. <clears throat> this is a Stone Cold Steve look Austin look, T-shirt, look, Russ. Dusty Rhodes. Mr. Winters, Dusty Rhodes only. The Mac and Dream. I'm trying to share this around. <laughs> Look here, Puddin's even on here. He never gets old on here. Oh, Puddin, old oh, Puddin. Hmm. Old oh, Puddin took some pictures of my new brush piles the other day. Did he? Sent them to me. Yeah. Did he know they were yours yet? Well, yeah, I mean, they're sitting in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so shame we're all right, so we're gonna get right out of the gateway. About every other one of these comments is great job. Yeah, so, I appreciate that, y'all. Thank you. Good so, job, Shane. Congratulations on number number seven, right? Finish seventh. Yeah, finish seventh. Um, pretty pretty decent. <clears throat> I I was uh, I was pleased. Lake Gunnersville's been good to you. It has over years. That place is uh, it's done. You know. <laughs> Oh Lord, here we go, these idiots. <laughs> anyway, Gunnersville kind of, kind of, uh, kind of gave me my start. Gave me my shot to start professional fishing. I won a. Uh oh, let me turn this down. I won a, um, I won a BFL regional there. I think it was 2011, 10, something like that. I don't know. Won a truck and a boat and. Kind of gave me the money to pursue fishing the open the following year, and been doing it ever since. That was in the so the so for well everybody that watches this knows the regionals are in the fall, so it was completely. Yeah, it was, it was year, in right? October. It was in October, and I caught them all. Uh, 
I caught them on a spook and a chatterbait for three days, and it was a lot of fun. The, the cool thing was the last day I went out, they took the top 12, I think. I went out in 8th or ninth. I was four pounds, four pounds and five ounces behind. And in the first 30 minutes, I had 18 pounds with a seven-pounder. And, um, you know, I was kind of, I knew my goal was to make the All-American. Right. And I knew that I had that made. I didn't have a clue that I would, you know, have a shot at winning. But I got in there, and we weighed in, and it got down to me and Robbie Walser, and I beat him by four ounces. The first day I only had, I had three fish the first day that weighed 10 something. I was in like 50th place. And then I just kept going up and up and up and wound up winning. You seem to do that on them regionals. That two day tournament you won <clears throat> on Hartwell, yeah. didn't you have like six pounds or something? 10 pounds. Ten I was pounds. 10 pounds behind Greg Racker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't quite pull off the however far I was behind Cuphole. It was a bunch. And he didn't let up Man, any. he was like on a different lake. If it yeah. wasn't for, it he looked like he was fishing any. like two points. I was telling you before we got started, I don't know if you guys watched it or not, but I don't know how, I, man, I wouldn't be able to do that. They kept showing aerial views of him, and you could see lines in the milfoil where his trolling motor had gone through, and they were literally spaced like perfectly like five, ten feet apart. That was definitely not his <clears throat> first time flipping milfoil. Yeah, he, he'd move the boat five feet and flip. I mean, five or six times out front, you know, five, six feet in front, and then move the boat where he flipped, and then start all over again. And it was like, man, I don't, I, I would not be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, there's that that millful flipping is a tedious process, and you have to have a lot of confidence in doing it. You got to know that this is what I'm going to do. I might only get five bites, but this is what I'm going to do. But it's kind of, you know, it's one of them deals where. Fish don't just group up offshore. Yeah, they group up in that grass too, and there's something that holds them. Whether it it might be a log, a small rock pile, it could be about anything. But especially in that millful like that, there's more than likely a whole school of them there. Well, you saw that when if you if, I haven't went back well, and watched it, see yet. it yet, but he would do that. He'd go for you know hundred yards and nothing, and then he'd catch three. Yeah, and then he'd go another hour without a bite. It reminds me a lot. Kyle fishes high rock a whole bunch. I'm not good up there. I, I think I understand why, because I wouldn't be good in grass either. I <laughs> just have to fish that slow. <laughs> now, was he on that stretch before you get to the big bridge up there? Like past Deep Pond? Yeah, but his main spot was in there behind the marina, right behind Goose Pond. Because I know they call that stretch up there something. something Miracle, Miracle Mile. Mile. Miracle Mile, there you go. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I don't know. I, don't, I can't understand why. Because... It seems like the vast majority of the tournaments on that lake are won yeah. somewhere in that mile stretch that, around that B.B. Comer Bridge up there. Yeah, they uh, – um, so you were telling me. So Wes Logan fished there in the fall, right? Mm-hmm. And then Matt Heron fished there the previous year in the No, spring. Matt Heron fished in there behind <coughs> uh, the Marina Goose Pond. Okay. Uh, the last time we were there in the spring, I guess it was – 19. That's right. And he done well. He made the top 10. I've been to Gunnersville twice, I think. Both times in November for the frog bite. There was a bunch of fish caught on frog dinner this time. Yeah. There was some really good footage of the of it on live. But I think I think a lot of the frog bass this time were caught. They were brim beds. Brim beds. Yeah. 
So what? So what were you doing? We, I mean, obviously, the guys <laughs> that watched, we saw you junking them up around docks with a jig. Yeah, <clears throat> I had one little old place that had a. I had some topwater fish that uh, four of us shared the first two days. Me, uh, Drew Benton, David Mullins, and Daryl Gleason was all uh, in a little huddle, and um, I was throwing spook. Drew Benton and uh, Mullins had this goofy-looking crankbait I'd never seen in my life, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And Gleason, after they left, I mean, after they caught like 30 apiece, they left, and me and Daryl Gleason left sitting there staring at each other like, what in the world just happened? Yeah, you, you ready? You better and, take uh, inventory. And Daryl Gleason says, I know what that is. I'm like, well, what is it? He said, he said that's that Strike King hybrid hunter. Uh-oh. I'm like, what? I said, what is that? It is a goofy-looking crank, but I, you call it goofy. But I tell you what, they do—they freaking choke that sucker. Did you go find you one? I went to Waterfront Tackle down there, and they had four of them, and they got awful ugly color you ever seen in your life. But I bought them. Of course you did. Tied it on the next day and went out there and caught the snot out of them. But uh, Drew made a made a joke. Said, "Yeah, I said I see you got a see you got a little different lure selection this morning." <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> yeah, I do. And I would have never known what it was had Daryl Gleason not told me what it was because I'd never even heard of the thing. It's it's dumb looking. Well, it's it's a crankbait designed specifically for grass. Well, it works. And, and, I mean, it, <laughs> nothing else. You're not going to go take it throw it on a riprap. It's designed strictly for grass. Uh, I'm just going to tell you right now, it well, works. I guarantee if you put some in here, there'll be some people trying to throw it on a riprap. I might be one of them. Well, I can tell you this. You're probably not going to get it for uh, a little while now. Why are you not going to order? I think last time they were out of stock. That was new to last year. Every – I, I looked – I looked online when I, I bought what they had because they were just, I mean, they were, I don't even know what the color was called, but it was bad. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. They hated it anyway. But um, I was going to order some and bring them home and get them painted. But, you know, I, you can't. Well, you got four to get painted. Yeah. You put them with my 400 I got behind you there. <laughs> but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't find any to order. So, hey, man, if you need them painted. I mean, my kids did that belt back there. <laughs> you probably work, you probably oh, work out a deal. Oh, we're gonna have to revamp the belt. It's kind of getting a little. We need some new construction paper. We on need it. something. <laughs> we need to redo it or something. <laughs> I mean, that character, man. It you does. Know funny? It does. You know what's funny? Talking about that belt. So, you know how you get memories that pop up on your phone pictures. Yeah. So a year ago today, I had a picture pop up on my phone. It said one year ago today, Braxton's holding the belt. Really? They made it. Today, how How many people's it been through? David. So David held it. David, 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 and Hamrick fished first. Yep, and David, David held it. it. Oh, that's right. He, I forgot. He slapped Scott Hamrick around. And then, <laughs> C- right. Then C right. But no, C right didn't. I'm talking about just people that's held. Oh, it. just held it. Okay. Yeah. So you, Jason Lamb, Joey, and Joey, Joey, and Shane. That's it. That's all. Four in a year. In a year. How many times did you you fished Hammer, Sea Wright, Jason Lane. and then Jason beat you? No, you fished Dylan Fault. Too. I did. Oh yeah, Dylan. 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 Who did you beat? Lane. Jason. You beat Jason. Yeah, it was a memorable day. Twice or no <laughs> one. <laughs> no, I caught two fish. I had to beat. Wait a minute. Twice. Yeah, but Jason Land fish. didn't. He didn't read. No, didn't. David fished Jason twice. Yeah, but Jason Land. Didn't. I fished Jason. He didn't and... use his re-challenge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, Jason still got a challenge. So he fished you. You beat him, and then I beat you. Yep. And I beat Josh. That's right. 
and that's all that's been done in a year. And you still got one in your pocket? We need to do that a again. New challenge, right? There's your challenger right there. We got to get Will's alone there. Okay. Where are we going? Uh, when are we care. going? No matter. 8,000 degrees by the time we get Yeah, we might wait till the fall. <laughs> or we might do one of those deals where you go out and fish for four hours. Call, yeah. it, call it good. Call start at like 4 a.m. Yeah. 3 a.m. Quit at 9. It's going to be hard to go live. <laughs> we, you know what we should do? We should have a carp fishing showdown. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to Ward Sunday. Ward would be pretty good. Sure. You ever done that, Joe? Uh-uh. You ain't never been caught no, fishing? No, I heard about it. I Don't mean, start. It's bad. It is bad. It's bad. But it is fun. It's Shane, bad, Shane's uh, taught me how to buy and rides and reels like four times. <laughs> Dude, go. I can't get them. I got, I got too many focus on fire now with a sheep head and all that. <laughs> well, Abu was making Cartmaster rods there for a while. What were them rods called? Remember well, they came out with a carp rod for a while. Abu Carp Garcia. pros. Carp pros. Carp pros. Mm-hmm. They still making things? Nope. They were uh, telephone poles too. Yeah. I got. That's what I, I got. Four of them. Is that what you fish with? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Now, I heard it was all about the bait now. You oh, it, it is, is all about the bait. 100% about hey, the bait. Man, you, want, you want to see some good arguments? You go to the carp pond, yeah, and when boy. the guy across the rope's got bad bait and you throw it in your hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pissed off bad. It is fun. And it doesn't matter the... Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter the uh, what the weather is outside. Right at dark, this weird, funky-smelling fog comes over the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Every carp pond I've ever been to. How many carp ponds is up here? A bunch. There's a bunch. Oh, there's a bunch. Down like it's gone. I bet you yeah. there's 200 in North. I think uh, what's his name said something about today on a post. Uh, <clears throat> Who? What's the big mouth? Uh, Jason. Yeah. That's <clears throat> yeah, so they, they go down there and they draw. You draw for a you spot. Draw for a spot. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just total luck. Unless you, I mean, you got to have good but skills in the bait. Well, That's like, right. Some, right. Some lakes it's it's hole fishing. Some lakes, some lakes is bait. Um, it depends. I mean, well, a lot well, of lakes. Right, so what keeps some dude from hooking a big old car and he runs down the bank and no, nothing. everybody nothing, else nothing, lines? Nothing. nothing. It, it happens, it it happens yeah. all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to you you know how to fight them in and out of people's no, They yeah. will oh, yeah. not like wicked tuna going around <laughs> the booth. That's right. Almighty. You might wipe out, what, 360. You'll get a guy that's got an old limber rod and he won't reel it in. He's trying to let it pull drag and he'll wipe out nine people. About the time he does that twice, they well, I got co angers like that in the BFA. I'm used to that. I was just talking to my dad about that. You know, when it gets hot, a lot of bass fishermen are like trying to find something to do or they don't want to get on a lake because of boat traffic. That's that would be big in other states besides here. People yep. don't do it. There's a ton of them in South Carolina too. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not real big down there. I mean, I it's bigger than you think. It you is. just really don't. Big. You yeah. just don't. First first time I ever met Johnny Parker was at a carp pond. Yeah. Hmm. He wouldn't tell us how to make soybean. That's right. So I started googling it and I started reading recipes out loud. loud and he said, "Whoa now, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> so you got the cooking carp bait. Oh, There's so much stuff like it. You can literally fill up a, a box the size of this table in what three five years of doing it of just special stuff to make. Baby. <laughs> it's you're bad. too pretty for carping. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Uh, that big box of flavoring you had that used to ride around your truck. Well, it stinky truck up it's, too. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> so Shane's Shane's garage behind his boat is all of his fishing stuff, and then every corner is all of his carp stuff. And I think his carp stuff, he might have more flavor than he does fishing. I, you, fishing you, I used to. I threw, I threw all that stuff out last year. It just kind of, I got old, you know. It just. It's bad, man. I think I'm going to take up carp fishing so my arms don't look like this again. You get a moon burn. <laughs> I, 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 I take a moon burn. <laughs> it's fun, though. It's real fun. Yeah, I remember forgetting. First time I ever went, I asked Shane, I was like, How do you know when there's one on there? He goes, You'll know, trust me. <laughs> and you see the so you you put the rods in what what I would think they would launch out of these holders, right? They're they're like parallel to the ground. Rod stands is Rod the stands. they got the bells on it. No. no. Well they they got people I don't that use, people use beepers and I just use flag but I went to grab one because the dough was bouncing. It's like, nah, just leave it alone. And just wait till it stands it up there. You like jerkbait fishing? Yeah. You like carp fishing? You I just there, like fishing, dude. I don't care me what. Me too. If you're just like absolutely bored and you're sitting there talking junk or, you know, eating a sandwich and that thing goes. <laughs> you look up there, you look up there and the rod's like this doing this number. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, he told me, he goes, let him. Str- he goes. They stretch it out, and you just wind them in, and that's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how big. I mean, how big is a carp pond around here? They're, they're different sizes. Some of them are three to five acres, probably. Yeah, and there's there are a lot of ponds that have been dug out just for that. Like, and I'm telling you, it's turning into some really big money. There's one over here above my house, Creekside, where I go sometimes. That um, I think it's July the fourth or something. They got one. They giving away a quarter of a million dollars in eight, in eight hours. I tell you this: there is a local pond, and I did the math on it. Um, what is it? April through November. They probably rake in. I think it's like sixty, sixty-five grand a year cash. Dang. Yeah. This is a small pond, small joint. And some of these ponds, like he said, quarter million. Like you'll have uh, what what creeks I do the other other night? Two thousand dollar. Uh, entry. The entry fee was thirteen hundred. <laughs> Wait a minute, are you paying thirteen hundred dollars to draw for a spot? No, yeah, that's exactly yes. what you're doing. Yes. Oh, and yes. if you get a bad draw, <laughs> but if you get a good that. draw and catch one fish, you might win what ten grand. Yep. They pay every hour. Well, it depends. They're different. Well, it's different not every, programs. It's not every hour. We went to one that paid every fifteen. I've been minutes, to them. They paid minutes. every twelve minutes. Yeah. I've been to them where you catch them so fast you can't carry them up there and weigh them. So, so I will tell you this: Shane does have an alter ego on the carp pond. I see him all on here. <laughs> he has an alter ego on the carp pond. His name is Shan. Shan. Old Manuel, dude, the, the guy that <laughs> the guy that owns Creekside. I don't know why. I've been m- m- my wife and I got married in two thousand, and that's about the time I started going over there carp fishing. And I don't know why he can't call me Shane. It's Shan. It always has been. And I ain't don't tell him no different. First time he yells his name across the pond, I said, who the heck is Shan Lineberg? My great-grandma never could say Kyle. She always called me Carl. Carl? Yeah. Everybody just ran there. Maybe he should have been a Carl, I guess. You might start calling you Carl now. Carl. Well, she thought it was Carl. Yeah, yeah, pot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> French fried potatoes. Well, man, what's it usually take? I mean, how big of a thing? What's it usually take to win? It all depends on which pond you go to. Yeah. So, if, I mean, is there like 100 pounders in there? No. 30. No. I think 38 is the biggest 40s. one I've ever seen. The biggest one I ever caught is 38.6. But they. they an eyeball. This year they have a uh, they have a fifty 
51 or 52 pounder at Creekside and it's been caught twice. See what they do is they buy the fish. Like most yeah. of them come from up north. A lot of them come from Potomac River. Wiley, Watery, a bunch of them come from Wiley, Watery. Yeah, Watery. If they got buffalo, buffalo carp, most of them come from Watery. What is it, 50 cent a pound? <clears throat> uh, it's more than that now. I think it's about a dollar, it, dollar and a half. It, so the way what Shane's talking about all the start all the games, so they, they pay, they call them the rodeos, right? Is that what yeah. it is? So they pay based on, they'll set a time. They'll pay like the biggest five fish. Uh, the for, biggest fish. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, the biggest fish for 10, 12 minutes, something like well, that. Well, no, the rodeo, rodeo is usually a half hour or an hour. Okay. But they pay multiple <laughs> fish per whatever. And it'll be like, say it's a $10 rodeo. If there's, oh, nice. Gary Klaus is calling. Gary Klaus is calling me. You I better need. step up and walk I'll, away for that one. I'll call him back. Uh, you um, got any boats in stock? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, let's just say if they have a $10 rodeo, it'll be $10 a head on the lake. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's 50 people there, obviously they'll be $500 if they pay for the biggest fish every hour. And then they, uh, if you hit the floating jug, that's where the big money is. Yeah. It's it's just like bass fishing. It's bona fide gambling. There's, that's all it is, is gambling. There's some local guys that could honestly not work and just carp fish. That's a fact. Wormy, Wormy. I think Wormy told me one time he made like 40, 45 grand a year. Carp I don't fish. doubt that'll like, be it. Scratch off stuff. I mean, uh, it's a little better odds than the scratch off. Some of these dudes know what holes to get, where to go, what bait, and they yeah. show up to a lake and they got stuff that works, and you're basically paying paying them out. Randy says, "Get some out of sand, teeth." I've seen some dang them giant. The big grass cart down, down there. Let's get to some of these comments. We've got a bunch. Shane, most of these are congratulations. We got Hamrick on here saying, "Good job." Is Hamrick on there? He must have me blocked. Jeff Murray. <laughs> he uh, must have me blocked. I don't see Hammerick on there. Cookie, Keith DeBose, the Wizard. All these guys are on here. So I, I know you've Walker said it. I know you've said it once already, but maybe thank all these guys again. We're up to almost a hundred viewers. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So, so for the guys joining late, you caught them on top water and a jig, right around docks. Yep. Caught them on a on a Reaction Innovations Vixen. Um, is that one of the two hundred dollar ones, or is that one? No, that's this. I was throwing the bigger one. The barely legal ones are okay. the high dollar ones. Uh, the, the big ones are going for about a hundred, hundred ten a piece. Are they really? The the originals. I probably, yeah. um, I probably wouldn't. Hamrick says one. no, sir. You have me blocked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but anyway, I caught him on that, <clears throat> and um, you know, true south jig nine sixteenths. That's fathead jigs, really the only thing, I, the only jig I throw. What color, bubble? Well, it was custom color. We're not talking mm. about that. Was that was so, it was so, it sab was it the sabtastic? No. It was not. It was not sabtastic. I, I think I, I think that's green fish. Ain't that ain't that a green fish? So, are they still running that special? Oh, yeah. Or is that over with? So uh, Shane, did did you have any of the old goop on your trailers? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh Some yeah. Small jar jelly. Yep. And on the trailers, I threw the Reaction Innovations. The um, I threw a Spicy Beaver some and rotated that out with a with a Strike King Rage Crawl just when I wanted a bigger profile. Um, that's probably my two favorite jig trailers. And, of course, I rubbed them all in the jar jelly. 
I've uh, become a really huge fan of that stuff. Which flavor? Oh, yeah. Uh, crawfish. You're just now noticing that? Crawfish. Yeah. What? Joey just oh. lost my... Oh. That two-toned elbow. Yeah, that's funny. Isn't it? But, that's, um, that's why I don't pull up sleeves on a sun shirt. David got, that's tat- right. David got tatted up this weekend. Yes, sir. He's working on his sleeve. He's in corner sleeve boy. right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't call him up for the pitching rotation. Nope. <laughs> nope. But... Um, you know, and all I did was uh, I'd I'd fish the top water for about an hour in the morning, and then I'd go to the docks and stay on the rest of the day. The first two days I kind of quit. Um, I kind of quit about twelve o'clock and went looking for new stuff, and it just really didn't ever pan out. So I just <clears throat> the last two days I didn't do any of that. I just stuck with the docks. I did a lot of running. I probably ran. Uh, I was running 35 miles one way. Um, The third day, I went from, I was fishing Rosenberry Creek, if you guys know where that's at, and I was running, I ran from Rosenberry all the way to Honeycomb, which is the bottom of the lake. And um, Sunday, the last day, I did it in reverse. I went to Honeycomb and then went to Rosenberry just to try to let the fish, uh, give them a little more time to maybe replenish on the docks. So do the... (laughs) Do the dogs? Mm. Uh. <laughs> Man, y'all are terrible. You on your own. I used something. They, they were cooking last night when I got home. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, the, uh, there, there, was was some, <laughs> there was some the really camera. good footage uh, Sunday morning, right out of the get-go. It looked like you went to the jig a lot earlier. I did. Um, I only... I only topwater fished probably for about 30 minutes because um, I knew I was going to run way down the lake because Rosenberry's not but about a seven, eight minute run from Goose Pond. Um, honeycomb's about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So I just, uh, you know, I had already committed myself to going down there and I just figured I'd go ahead and go down there and it, it worked out. The first place I pulled up down there on that little community dock, they had me on live and a I caught one about three pounds out from under a pontoon boat, and we just kind of worked our way on yeah, it from it's there. Yeah, about that deep of water, too. The, the motor was stuck in the bottom. Yeah, I saw it when, <laughs> so when they, when you hit that fish and it came down the left side of the boat, I mean, you could see it shaking its head. Yeah. You could see all the dust clouds from where you <laughs> tried to get lined up. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, things like that, a lot, a lot of guys overlook, um, they think it's too shallow, and I, you know, I try to. I've always kind of guarded that because a lot of people don't fish that shallow, and when they put it on TV, you know, and it, it is what it is after that. So, uh, Rob Blackman's got a good comment or question here for you. He says, after practice, did you feel like you were going to have a good tournament? Was I, fe- there- I felt almost. Uh, I felt as good about that one as I have any of them, and um, just because I, I got quite a few jig bites the third day of practice. And that's kind of my comfort zone. And anytime I can go pick up one rod and fish a jig all day long, if they, ch- chances are I, I, I usually gonna gonna get my opportunities throughout the day. How did uh How do you and your roommates? You guys share information on that deal, or kind of divide the lake up, or kind no, of do your own thing? No, we we kind of, we talk a little bit, but it's not uh, not really anything in depth. You know, I mean, I told them both that I got some jig bites on the docks, and, uh, you know, it was kind of left at that, and they, nobody, 
inquired about anything and you know it's it's nothing intentional just you know just kind of the way it worked out well, you were really consistent so you had about 15 to 17 pounds a day right mm-hmm. so after the first day todd was in second with he had 21, 21 he caught two change. big ones the first day yeah did he make the cut he made the day three cut day three yeah cut. yeah um, the cut weight was a little higher than what I expected. It was almost 14 pounds. I was really, I was thinking more along the lines of 13, 13 and a half, but they caught them a little better. And as the week went on, the fishing seemed to get a little better too. And I think it's because they started pulling pulling some water. I could see on the docks where the water was, you know, falling on the the dock poles and stuff. What is it? I think that's one of your old co-workers there. <laughs> yeah, Ricky. Thanks, Ricky. I appreciate it, man. Tell everybody I said, hey. <laughs> oh, no, like garden you, stuff. What what do you when you guys go to a lake and you go back the next year, a year after, it's on a schedule multiple times. How do you guys adjust when when you talk about something gets burned down or well, it gets put on TV? Mm-hmm. You got a new playing field or well, somewhere like Gunnersville, especially anywhere it's got grass in it, I think it's a it's an ever changing playing field. Um, well, it grows you know, different every year. I right? heard I, the the best thing I've ever heard Brian Thrift say was, he says every year when he goes to Florida after the the swing's done, he deletes all his waypoints. He said there's no need to keep them because the next year the grass is going to be different, and it it makes sense. And you know, Gunnersville, Gunnersville now has got so much grass in it that it's I I feel like it's starting to affect the deep bike. You know, you didn't see you seen one guy out there. You know, Zaldane. Uh, Zaldane fished deep. Everybody else was in the grass except for me, and I'm just too dumb to do that. So I went and got on the docks. But I think instead of those fish now spawning and running out to the ledges, now I think they spawn and run to the grass edge. They're in that. Most of them are in that eight to twelve foot of water instead of out there twenty to twenty five on those ledges. You think it was a uh, spring deal, like like our weather? We've kind of talked. That's been an interesting spring. They kind of talked about it on Bass Live. We haven't had that. Usually by now, it's 98, 95. Mm, yeah, and the water's in the low to mid-80s. It's kind of miserable fishing. You think the, the late frost and the 40-degree temps we've had recently oh, kept them from being out there? Absolutely. They um, There was still a lot of bass on the bed down there. And, that's um, crazy. Like the first, the first three days of practice down there, man, I, I had to wear my my – uh, my bibs in a in a hoodie. It was it was in the low fifties, and the water temperature was sixty eight to sixty nine. By Sunday, the water was seventy eight, and you the last thing you wanted on was a pair of bibs and a hoodie. I mean, it was it got. I was looking at the point. Yeah, so everybody doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, for those so you guys David that don't and know, Pug drove through the night to come. Yeah, cheer David you on. and Pug came, showed up, and they followed me around in the boat for a while and. I made some made a little fun of them and my wife and my daughter and uh, the Sturgles. They all you know came down and um, yeah, they were Pug and Dave were trying to talk me into picking me up in Atlanta. So I was in Atlanta this weekend, went to Braves game <laughs> Saturday and Georgia Aquarium Sunday. So well, I'm gonna tell you what, a third body was needed in that truck last night to get home because it was. Uh, Man, Pug called me at three thirty Sunday morning when I woke up, get ready to go to the aquarium. I saw he called and I was like, that dude's out of his mind. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, the ride down was easy. The yeah. boat ride was easy. You know, you know what? What my what the biggest thing that disappointed me about that was? I wasn't that? there. No. Oh, okay. Pug, 
talks this big game about how he's going to do this, now he's going right. to do that. And for those of you who know Pug, he's pretty outgoing, pretty outspoken. But he freaking sissied out on showing out to get on Bass Live. This plane got scared. Did, I, did, I do remember that when you went live, he said he was going to hoop and holler. He this guy well, scared. Just he, he, uh, yeah. Was he going to wear a wash beater? And no, I was, I was going to try to get a cannonball, but he kind of got – I don't know if he – I don't know. I mean, he he definitely locked it up there towards the end. And I didn't think that was possible for him. Much as he talks and goes on, he he got sidetracked by the cheeseburgers. Is that what it was? Yeah. I mean, that's why we missed the last thirty minutes of the day with you, was because Pug walked <laughs> up the hill thinking he was going to get some ice. So we didn't have any ice in the boat. We barely had enough gas to get back down the lake, and he wanted a cheeseburger. So we hadn't eaten anything. We literally woke up at three, threw stuff in the truck. Drove to Gunnersville, jumped in the lake, jumped off the boat, back in the truck, and drove home. That sounds. That sounds like. Oh, and, it. and don't forget the seventy mile boat ride y'all took. Yeah, we did seventy miles in a boat. Too. Yeah. that sounds like. That, we uh... were, they put in down there, and we were we were all the way back there in Honeycomb, and I got ready to leave, and I looked at him, I said, "I hope you got some gas in that boat." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Goose Palm Marina, for the fill up. Uh, so there, home. There's been a couple of questions about the water clarity. They talked about a lot about that on live, and they actually showed pictures how dirty Gunnersville typically stays. But this year, with all the eelgrass, oh, there's so much eelgrass. The eelgrass is, is taking over. It's clear, and uh, Zona even made a comment that he said it's really starting to set up and fish like a northern largemouth fishery. It is. It is. the The thing about it is the the eelgrass. I had places in 19 where I caught them on a swim jig in the lily pads. And I went and checked those places out in practice where the pads were gone. The eelgrass got there and choked them out and killed them all. And I think that's happening a lot around the lake. You don't see near the hydrilla used to, that the you used to see there. Over. The eelgrass is taking over. And, I mean, I don't know how it affects the millfoil. But, the uh, you know, the millfoil is uh, is predominant good grass down yeah. there now. Well, we saw that. Yeah, twenty. What do you mean yeah, by fifteen pounds? 16 Caleb, 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 seventeen. Caleb lapped seventeen fourteen. Yeah, Caleb lapped the field pretty much. And I made the comment today to somebody that's talking about fishing for a hundred grand. I said I don't know. I was fishing for thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was his tournament, and everybody else was fishing for second. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about earlier that uh, Jockinson was picking up trash around the bridges. Yeah, yeah I seen that. Or, uh, I guess Gustafson was doing the same thing. I didn't oh, know was Gus, I didn't I know Gustafson was helping. Did I did see. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, man. I did yeah. see Carl. Yeah. <laughs> jo- you said Carl. Carl. Yeah, yeah. Carl. Jockinson. Not Carl. Not Carl Wisner. Oh God, different Carl. <laughs> <laughs> different Carl. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Guys giving back. You know, they've been on the lake. How many days practicing? They've done the media thing. They've done the tournament, and then they, you know, give up their time after. They didn't make a cut to clean go, up trash. Go around, pick up trash, yep. David, there was a question on here a few minutes ago about night fishing. Who about, cares? About what to throw at night. I no, I think the person was asking if we were talking about bass at night. Oh, oh okay. Throw your, and, and then throw Dave... Your, Dave Calvert wanted us to do a 1v1 night tournament. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> not, that's not happening. I don't know that that would that work. That is not happening. Joey, are your pants for sale? <laughs> yeah. I, man, I set you up with that one. All we had to start was an LLC. Joey Pajama LLC. 
when you're done, you can cut in half and have a picnic. Jody wants to know, Shane, was anybody else fishing docks around you? <laughs> Nobody, but there was a few locals fishing. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was, man, that was, that was comical. I'm, I don't know how much of, uh, I didn't get a lot of time on Fox Sports 1 Sunday, but I did get quite a bit of time on the Bass Live Mix. And uh, I don't, my camera guy never one time said, hey, we're going live. So I don't know what I said on camera and what I did. <laughs> I got to pee. Yeah, I got to pee. It can't be worse than some of the stuff Swindles accidentally said. So. <laughs> he said that the last time. He's like, you got to turn that camera off. I got to pee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I made, uh, you know, just me being me, I made some cracks about some people and joy about people from Georgia and all this. Y'all, I mean, it was, I had a good time with Shane Durant's. He, uh, for those of you that don't know him, he's the uh, he's one of the bass photographers. He stayed with us. Uh, he stayed with me about all day on uh, Saturday and for most of the day on Sunday. He took a lot of pictures uh, about a lot of uh, um, a lot of. I can't even remember what I'm talking about. But anyway, I appreciate him. What Queen say? Queen's been getting on you about getting emotional. I don't Sunday. care what Queen says. I'm gonna tell you something, Queen. One of these days, you'll grow up and you'll be able to do something like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> tough, man. That's the woods master. Can't be hard on the woods master. I know I'm on camera right now, so I can't say what I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Can I antagonize this a little bit? That's the woods master. Yeah. <laughs> That's the original Jackie Van Dam, right? That's him. <laughs> I didn't see it, man. I'd have cried with you. <laughs> I didn't uh, never. I, I didn't. I didn't really cry, but I, I got choked up. No, I, mean, I had to get off stage, or I probably would have. Uh-oh. And then the bad, the bad thing was, I got. I when I got off stage, I walked down the thing, and the first thing that came to my mind was, I didn't thank one single sponsor. Yeah, none. Yeah. Would, you don't know how hard it is to think about that. No, thing. Well, and, and normally, get, normally, normally, I don't have a problem you with get it. Throw it on the spot. You, uh, yeah, but look at. But, <laughs> But listen, look look at what Shane's been through to get there, and then it finally happens. And, yeah, it's, and it's, it's you, you you can't have a speech in your back pocket. That's right. It, you I know, mean, it's just a, it's a culmination that all came together, and uh, you know, it's just I don't I I'm not embarrassed. I don't care. Um, you know, it's just one of them things that uh, it it was more of a relief than anything. And, um, Shane was just ready to be off that lake for four days. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I re- I, as much as I enjoy Gunnersville, you get out there for three days and you practice 13, 14 hours. I mean, literally from five in the morning to seven o'clock at night, and you come in and you and you you sit down on the couch, and next thing you know, you're waking up to go again the next day, and it just after three days of that, you, I mean, it's just tiring. And then you get in a tournament. Then you get all the pressure of the tournament and the decision making and all this, that, and the other. And I'm just here to tell you, I we've sat back here at this table today and I fell asleep half a dozen times back here today. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so tired. And so, so when you guys are going that many days, five a to seven p, you got to eat, got to drive back to the hotel or the house or where yeah. you're staying. What do you do to, uh, as far as like food, drinks, and all that stuff, like prepare for the boat because. Obviously, you can't just make a sandwich without going to the grocery store and all that stuff. Well, here, when we get there, when we get there, Rob and Todd will usually go to the grocery store. I, I normally don't go because I don't care what they bring back. It don't matter to me. And uh, they cook every night. 
Uh, one of them will cook, and I usually wind up washing the dishes. And Robbie Dye goes to bed at 7.30. I kid y'all not. The day it was the sun still bright shining outside, and then he's in the bed. He, but here's the drawback to that. He gets up at 3.30 every day. Well, when he gets up, he wakes everybody else up. <laughs> but he does. He he gets up, and what he does, he'll get up, and he'll usually go in there and make us a sandwich. I mean, it's like mama taking care of you. You know, he'll make you a sandwich, put it in a Ziploc bag for you, put you some pickles and stuff in there, and get you, you know, it's... Uh, does he write you a... He does, he does everything but write you a little good luck. No, he don't write you a little no, PMA. Write you, no, he don't do that. No, no. But um, that's kind of how we do that, and uh, you know those guys are real good about doing that stuff, and it's fun. The only thing I I, I do hate that Pug called you and told you we were coming because I would have much rather seen the look on your face when we rounded the corner, hell <laughs> Sanford Sunmobile rolling into yeah. Honeycomb Creek. <laughs> I'd have been like, who are those two idiots? <laughs> Apparently, you, you and Pug are on Bassmaster. That's what Jody's saying. There's a picture you get to on there. Funny if y'all have some little clown wigs and a rainbow shirt. And, you know, just... Should have worn your Santa suits. <laughs> you remember us? You remember us? Uh, it, was, it was a fun trip. I'm going to tell you, that, that I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, I'm a guy that when it, come, when it gets dark, I'm sleepy. Oh, yeah. And then... My wife, like I said, my wife and my daughter came down. My my idea, I was going to drive to Johnson's and stay the night. Well, with them there, I can't do that. Yeah. do that. So, I mean, I had to drive on home and had to get, had to get old. Uh, I think what well, we had to get talking a, for about an hour on the yeah, phone. <laughs> I, had to get, I had to stop at the gas station, get old five-hour energy. Shoot, and, I, where was it? I talked to you. I talked to you like till like midnight one night to get you through Mississippi. Yeah, Where boy. was that at? I was uh, uh, Fork. That's right. Come Fork. Back Fork. Yeah, that was that was. You put, you, that you, was you put when, the wrong city in. I sure did. Hotel. I was gonna I was gonna stop. I was gonna stop in uh, Jackson. No, I was gonna stop in West Monroe, Louisiana, and all the hotels were full. And I'm like, well, I make it, I can make it to Meridian, Mississippi. Well, I thought Meridian was just across the Louisiana line into Mississippi. No. Meridian, Mississippi is 10 miles from Alabama. <laughs> he, cross, he crosses the Mississippi line and goes, man, this thing can't be right. I said, what? He goes, man, it says I got 60-some miles left. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oops. <laughs> you about there? Yeah. <laughs> Push on. Yeah. The best. Well, Brandon stayed on the phone with me about the whole time. Well, you've had some, some stories about. GPS units. The the story with your daddy and the Tom Tom. This is dumb dumb. <laughs> what I've ever heard. You heard that story, Joey? They got lost somewhere. Shane we were going to Gunnersville. We were going to Gunnersville. <laughs> Took Tom Tom off of the, the stand and just threw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> we were going up I twenty four, going to Gunnersville, and it got it got me off of the interstate. And it winds and winds and winds, and I'm looking at this thing, going, "What in the hell's wrong with this thing?" <laughs> Well, it winds, and the whole time I could see the interstate. And I looked at my dad. I said, "What is this thing doing?" He said, "I don't know." My dad, he's the technical, you know, he don't. He said, "Well, I he's don't still know." Paper I house. said, "I'll tell you what. Let me get back on this interstate." We got got turned around and went and got back on the interstate. And I'm going down the road. Dad said, "What are you doing?" And it was you remember the first GPS had a little suction thing you stuck up in your on your yeah, windshield. Yeah. I got rolling down the interstate. I reach up there and yank that thing off and. 
The last time I seen it was bounced down I-24. <laughs> I ain't seen it since. <laughs> uh, is there a... So while we're talking about grass, so there used to be a bunch of ill grass at Santee. Right, Joey? Used to be. Used to be. I don't be. know if it's still there now. I haven't heard it was. It was all down the lower lake. What I... No, there was a bunch of crappy neck. Was there? A bunch. Yeah. That's ask, Chris, ask Chris Marshall. That ain't, that ain't my area of expertise. <laughs> no, like, anything below 95 Bridge is like, I know where the landing is, and that's about it. And the only thing you know below 95 is how to run up. Yeah, how to get to <laughs> above 95. Well, the, uh, everybody's asking you now about the northern swing. What about it? Which, so what? Ronnie Wilson wants to know your prediction on AOI. So I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. As long as Seth Fighter doesn't have pro- – mechanical problems i yeah. believe he's got angler of the year wrapped up. it's uh it's his it's his to lose for sure um champlain he's done i'm pretty sure he's made the top 10 the last two times we've been there yeah then when they go to st lawrence river he he i don't think he does real well on the river that's kind they, of a different but they're small mouth yeah but <laughs> but they're different on that river especially it's kind of you know nobody kind of knows how the covid thing is going to play out if it's going to uh if we're going to be able to go into canada I I meant to call today and ask because I'm sure. Well, I hope if we're not able to, if that. we're not able to go into Canada, I hope they move us back down to Clayton yeah. and let us go out in the lake. I forgot about. If that. they let us go out in the lake, yeah, it's a done deal. Y'all are probably gonna hit that spawn right on top of its head too, with everything being late down here. Smallmouth. I that's don't in, know. That's in three See, weeks. Oh, well, well you got the, the, the thing about it is, is I was looking today. I was I was going to maybe try to go up there next week for a few days or something. You can't even target bass up there till June twentieth. Really? Closed. I, yep. The season's closed. I knew it was closed, but I didn't think it was that late of an no, opening. It, they like to eat them up there. Listen, when we went up there to St. Clair, as soon as I opened my mouth, one dude asked me if I was lost. Yeah. <laughs> And then I said, well, he said, what are you doing up here? I said, we're going smallmouth fishing. He goes, I hope you kill every one of them. Because that's all they do. They no, fish for walleye and perch and musky. Like, I think it's New York wide. Yeah. I and mean, when we went up, we went. Well, that was in. Uh, that's in Michigan. Michigan. St. Clair. Yeah. We, we went um, one year before 4th of July. And we got there and my dad said something about it. We towed, we towed the boat up. We're going to fish, you know, back at home and. He's like, oh, we can fish tomorrow. I'm like, what do you mean we can fish tomorrow? Why well, we're here now? Let's fish. He said yeah. I, it doesn't open till tomorrow. I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't open? Well, then I learned all about it. Yeah. Uh, Jody brings up a good point. Do you like Brock fish for largemouth? <laughs> <laughs> he made a top ten. I still, I, I, still I still ain't figured that out. But <laughs> I had much rather do that than fish for than fish for them smallmouth in that river. That's just so. It's crazy when we were up there. It's smallmouth fishing, mm-hmm. and it's you had to be on St. Clair. Like Erie was dead that year. Y'all were up there yeah. in June, and guys were still fishing in two to four foot of water with a frog, catching fourteen, sixteen inch largemouth, and they're whacking twenty pounds. Like twenty pounds wouldn't even get you a check that tournament. You had to have like twenty four, twenty six, and they're just you know. Rusty Hooks road trip to St. Clair. That's what we need to do next one v one. I'm in on that one. Golly, let's Me go! Too. I'll, I'll go. challenge you right now. Let's, let's go! go. We can do that in July. Yes. One v one. I still got all your waypoints. I'm ready. <laughs> I'll go up there. I'll go up there for that. Rusty Hooks road trip. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've changed. I've got points. Let's go. The bad thing is, if you go up there and the wind's blowing, you stuck fishing the river. Where? Up there. At St. Clair. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it, it ain't going to be blowing this time of year, though. This is, this is, uh, the time we went up there. <laughs> well, we went in the fall, though. This next, uh, next weekend is when I took Chris Carnes up there. Um, was it this early or was it more like No, it was, it was Memorial Day, Day weekend. Yeah. Me and, I took Chris Carnes up there and we caught a hunter today. We had a great time. And then you come up, you come up there when I was fishing the tour. Kyle flew up there and we went out there and caught, I don't know how many biggins. <laughs> Joe and Kyle are texting back and forth. I see that. <laughs> I see that. So is it Champlain first and then Waddington or Waddington? Yeah, Champlain and then Waddington. Well, I get Pugs committed us to uh, another Sunday drive if uh, Champlain's looking good. So Champlain's a long one. Champlain is real. I don't know if you can do that one in one day. I'm not doing it one. I'm just saying right now. I'll go one eight hundred Delta. I want to go up north. I've never been up north. Have you not really? Now we all need we all need to go to St. Clair. I learned the first day. If nothing else, we could have so we could have. I've always heard everybody going to the kitchen like sixty or seventy a day. Kyle, look here. When you find them, you might look for them for a long time, especially on St. Clair because it's there are no. It's like just a big flat bowl. But when you finally find them, your stuff don't even hit the bottom. You know how you get on a pattern at the house and they're on like corner dogs, back of the cut, pond, like whatever? When you go up there, if they're in 12 foot of water, every damn fish in the lake's in 12 yeah. foot of water. You're going to catch walleye, pike, muskie, smallmouth, unless you're largemouth fishing, then you kind of lost. Yeah. Then you got to go to the canals. Kyle, the, the year I fished the FLW tour up there, I found them. I found them the second day. I only had like 17 pounds the first day. And the second day I had twenty two something, and he flew up there, and I picked him up, or his mom picked him up and brought him yeah. to my hotel, and we That's went out. Nice. We went out there the next day, and I don't know how many we caught, but our best five was like twenty six, twenty seven pounds, yeah. and it was it was a hole. It was a bare spot in the grass, probably about the size of this store, and we sat there, and I don't know how many smallmouth, walleye we caught. I mean, biggins too. You grill if you catch walleye or perch, they going in the cooler because you're gonna grill them out that night. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's fun. That day, that day we were there was one day we couldn't go because we went and it looked like we well we tried to go up in the river. Yeah, it was still terrible. It looked like I mean the perfect storm out there. Waves were going over the shipping buoys. (laughs) Yeah, you won't be out there in a bass boat. Uh, Randy, we can't do one v one on St. Clair. If we, if everybody's going to St. Clair, we all going fishing. Yeah, I'm not feeling. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I refuse. There might be Sinclair in Georgia. <laughs> they they can have that. Be a two v two or something on that. We we'll, we'll have to set up the Yolo text on hey, that one. Just go out. You get something out of there. Oh, it's oh, no, it's not. I mean, really and truly, it can be like that. But three yeah. and a half, three and three quarters is a trash fish. You're like, eh. You think fishing it's, deep on these ledge lakes is fun? It's it's really not. not that, St. Clair is really not that bad of a drive. What it takes ten, us ten, hours, ten, hours, ten hours, hours to get up there. Yeah, I get to my mom's house in four turns or something like that. It's, I, mean, I mean, it's straight shot. We we left on a Friday <laughs> after work. After I got off from work, and we drove to, I think. We're somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. When <laughs> we got a hotel room that had fake eyelashes. Sure did. Somebody took fake eyelashes off and left them in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, 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 let me, this let me tell you all this from experience. If you get pulled over in Detroit oh, yeah, at 2 right. o'clock in the morning, 
Do not tell them you got a gun. <laughs> you will wind up in handcuffs in the back of the police car. Hey, and the passenger. Yeah. Oh, Been there, man. done that. <laughs> You'll never look at a man so sad when they say, sir, turn around. <laughs> Put your hands behind your back. I'll never forget walking in that, I'll never forget walking in that bathroom and laughing seeing them eyelashes. I didn't get her to cover it. just slipped right on top of the bed. I still ain't figured that out. That was not an illegal U-turn. We were not going in. I was driving on the wrong, in the wrong lane. Yeah, but you can turn left we, on red. Yeah, there. but you still can't drive in the oncoming lane. Yeah, you yeah, can't do that. We got off the interstate, made a left. Missed the exit. Back. Yeah, missed the exit. So we took a left off the interstate to get back on. Well, he said we were technically going into oncoming traffic. Even though it was two in the morning, there wasn't nobody yeah. around except for us and the but police. If <laughs> if they were going straight, we would have both had to have a green light, which wouldn't have worked out for anybody, you know. But you got you some of that pure Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm turning around. See, I went to Florida. You know how Florida's got the daggum the, the barriers in between the road with the palm trees and stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm pulling out of a gas station. I got to take a left, get back to ninety five. I ain't paid no attention. It's raining and it's dark. I hit the gas and I just go right over the median air. <laughs> 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 I had no idea it was there. You didn't wind I up in handcuffs. Get, did I didn't you? get caught. No. <laughs> I'll tell you, I know what saved me. I, I remember my driver's license number. And anywhere down here, there's a Hickory Grove Baptist Church about every yeah. And the guy who put me in the car. His roommate in college went to Hickory Grove Baptist Church. I was like, yeah, I know where that's at. Yeah, it kind of worked out good. We made money right quick. But, uh, yeah. That's a good thing. You might still be locked up up there. Whew, boy, that was, that was on, and it, the bad thing about it was it was on Friday. No, uh uh, uh Saturday night. Because oh, I was trying to figure stuck. out how I could get money from an ATM to <laughs> give them a check. Yeah, you've been stuck. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Yeah, you can do that stuff around Santee. Drive wherever you want, middle of the road or over medians. You can't do that up there. Uh -uh. <laughs> they frowned on that tremendously. That Taylor police. I don't know that you'll see many police around Santee. Maybe if Utah, you're all Utahville, you will. Yeah, you see wow. them down there. Yeah, hell, I got popped with Utahville speeding. Did you? You oh, see them yeah. amongst corner, too. People like five miles an hour over. Really? Oh, yeah. It sounds like some of that. You drive, you drive through. You drive through. He's uh, pulling your boat too, wasn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. You drive through downtown Berkeley, where my wife is from. When it goes to fifty-five to thirty-five, there's one sitting right in the high school parking lot. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you don't move. All right, Shane. What kind of structure are you going to target on the small mouth up north? Uh, Champlain. It'll be um, rocks. One hundred percent rocks. Uh, some guys will try to fish the grass and things like that, but. Well, you target smallmouth with Champlain. I'll do, yes. You do? Yeah. Champlain's the only place you can go and catch 20 pounds smallmouth, 20 pounds largemouth the same day, right? That's a fact. Where's Ticonderoga? Is that Champlain? Mm hmm. Is That's it, way is south. That off, is it off limits to y'all? No. No. Will that no. be, be a player? I don't know. It all depends on the grass. That's that's, that's Millful place down there, and it all depends on what it looks like. How far of a drive is that from where do y'all typically put in to get down there? On the water? Yeah. Hour and 45 minutes. 70, 71 or 72 miles. So you're way. telling me it was half of what we did at Gunnersville? Yeah. Exactly half? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Champlain's a long way. How about tolls? How many tolls you got to hit going through there? 
No. <clears throat> Kyle, your mom said if you've been downtown Detroit. You don't want to try to go up 95. You go up 95, you're going to get bust. If we were in downtown Detroit, they would uh, They wouldn't have stopped they would have asked what we're doing, and they would have said, we're just fishing. Like, you're in the hood. They probably would have gave us a gun. <laughs> they said, I'll try to send us on our way. I got lost in East St. Louis one time, and a cop pulled me over. Uh, I was still playing baseball, and I had South Carolina plates on my truck. And rolled down the window. He goes, son, what are you doing here? And I started talking. He goes, you're not from here, are you? I said, no, sir, I'm not. <laughs> and he uh, he basically did the same thing. So East St. Louis is on a grid. It's it's really bad. And uh, he told me, he goes, you slow down at every red light. And he said, if, there, if it's red, just make sure no one's coming. I'm radioing ahead. You'll see a bunch of cops. You, you just go on. <laughs> <laughs> so if I ever catch you down here again, you're going to jail. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> any kind of local stuff happening? Anybody local doing good this weekend? Um, Had Jason Lance thing. I seen uh, yep. Kelly, so, and Kelly, Kelly Logan, Logan and Jason Wilson won that. Yep. We got a. Uh, Who won the cat championship? I don't know. Uh, we got second. Brett Collins texted us that. Yep. Cat championship was at seventeen thousand dollars. First Woo. place. Woo. Michael Garner, Billy Shelton. Billy's from up there, eh? Tyler and Ricky Trent. Israel Gibson, Grant McPeters. Yeah, Israel got him. Let me see that. They well, this is this. First, first was seventeen grand. Second was fourteen thousand three hundred fifty bucks. Third is eight grand, and fourth was forty six hundred dollars. If, if Israel That's or Grant big are one. watching the show tonight, Grant, you're gonna have to do better, bro. Every tournament you call me like five five twenty the time before. You have to do better than that. So I didn't realize this, but they're doing the same thing with all the Phantom deals on Hartwell in November. What you mean? They got a two-day Phantom Championship. Yeah, all the Phantom Invitationals that are uh, uh, open. That are, yeah, they're going on. That Brett's running for them. They're doing the the same format on Hartwell in November. Is that like a qualifying deal, or can yeah, you got to fish two? two of them it, either one Brett was texting me either one cat open and a phantom open two phantom opens or two cat opens you just gotta fish two yeah, yeah, I need to get in on that let me get in on that I'm gonna go with you I think I'll probably fish more with Ronnie hmm. I think it's Santa to do it no that was different I don't know if I fish one thing or not I don't uh, think you have there's still a CBC coming up yeah, dude, you and Tater Hall fished the Phantom at Norman, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, he Tater fished. Yeah. Better take Tater down, Tater down to Murray and throw the old live baits oh. down there. <laughs> I can do it. I'll take Tater down there. No problem. I don't there you go, that Cookie. Guy, Joey and Tater fishing it. There it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. Tater was, was a different guy. When we messed around doing the thing for charity, and he cut up with that wig and, and acting fool and stuff, and was hollering the whole time. I mean, that, that was a side of the tater I hadn't seen. But when we got in that tournament, and at 11 o'clock, we didn't have a fish. Oh, homeboy buckled down. <laughs> I mean, he buckled down. He and won. I think he was scared because he's like, if we zero, man, we're going to catch you. He won. They're going to get us zero. And he, like, got real serious. I, I heard, mean, he's like. I heard he wanted to leave after he went the first bank, didn't want to catch Yeah, he's four minutes in. He's like, man, this sucks. He ain't biting. <laughs> we've only been, like, 50 feet, you know. <laughs> He's like, no, they're supposed to be here. I love messing with him. The little wildcats at Baden. He'll call, I'll call him. You got them? Yeah, man. I think I got about 18 or 20. Really, man? I'm like, yeah, I think about 20, maybe 21. I'm just trying to, you know, catch a kicker. It yeah. tears him up. Pug says, uh, 
8-7. I guess that's August 7th. There's a Phantom Bass class for high schoolers and middle schoolers at the Great Outdoors. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about that. So, Jody, I mean, he's – what's Dalton fishing? Dalton's he's, fishing the college national championship. Where, Where's it at? Old Murray. Murray. It starts Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Practice started Saturday. Um, is he going to practice all them days? Wednesday, Thursday. He has. He has. Don't that boy know that lake? He does. He gets to fish with uh, that professional down from down there, Ronnie. Ronnie McCoy. Yes. He does. Yeah, from Chris Marshall. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is Chris Marshall won't share no information with him. Well, Joey, he's, he's, he's on you right now. I yeah. fished with Joey one time. He never asked me again. Yeah. Man, Joe, how are you going to do that to Chris like that? Well, he just ain't come up. I got you. He just ain't come up. That Taylor thing came up. Cookie Mom. said the same thing. Same. But well, Jody, uh, now, I was talking to Dalton on the way up here, and I knew it was going to come up, and Dalton was, was like, tell everybody that it's terrible, and I'm not going to catch anything. So. <laughs> so I, know, I know better than that. No, I, I'm going to tell you, he's uh. I've heard it's actually been kind of tough out there. The weights look like they've been kind of down. Yeah, I think weeks. 15 pounds a day has been has been good. That's what's been winning. That's what won two days in a row, Saturday and Sunday, 15 pounds. And I think they had TBF. That was a two-day tournament, and 29 pounds won it. Yep. So I think the fish are scattered. The schooling bite ain't really going real good, but it is going sporadically. I think there's fish out on cane schooling. You know, they just real spread out. It ought, it ought to be about time for that that willow bite up in the river. He's he's um, I won't spill the beans, but I, all I can tell you is he's been putting his time in. He is fished. He's been on the water daylight every day, and uh, he did come off a little early today because he run his battery slap dead. Looking, but he he has put his time in. He's got one more day to find them, and I I feel like he's gonna do well. You know. So, I hope he does. Good luck, dog. Yeah, he's got a good idea. I mean, what's going on and, I mean, after y'all had him on y'all's PSA deal the other night, and I tried to watch it, but y'all wouldn't let him talk. I mean, he just sat over there like a little, <laughs> like somebody licked all the red off his candy. Yeah, I, I even asked him one time. Well, I said, "Man, y'all let Dalton talk?" Nope, never well, did. Well, now before that, before that, he said, "No, y'all got to ask me questions if y'all want me to talk." That's what he said before. <laughs> so, well, the alias has got him. Uh-huh. The aliases were asking questions. He just didn't. Y'all didn't read none of them. That's know. right. We're talking about your podcast. You go. You guys go live. Is it the third Wednesday of every month? We do month? third Wednesday. We don't go once a month. Once a month, yeah. and that's so the, we got a lot to talk about in that month, and we try to cram it all in an hour. So it's like nonstop running mouth. How do they find that? We always call it PSA. So that's Palmetto State Armory. It's the fishing outpost. Yeah, it's fishing right? outpost. Yeah, it's on the page. Palmetto State Armory fishing outpost. I think the next one we got is on June the sixteenth. They got any guns in stock? I checked on your guns, and they are not in stock. I bought that one already. I'm looking at another one, though. Oh, well, we can check on that. They sent, they sent that one to my house from Arizona. Jody said that Brett didn't talk much on the last one. He Brett, probably couldn't man, get a word in that. that with you. Brett bailed on us, dude. <laughs> it was all my, I mean, I talked to Brett. It was like a week ago, or a week before that, and I was like, uh, I said, Brett, so you gonna come on the show? Cause he was all, he was all about, yeah, we'll come on the show. We're gonna, you know, listen to this. And he said, I'm gonna go ahead and tell work that I gotta leave that day. I said, okay, that's cool, man. That ain't no problem. Well, 5:30 rolls around, I get a text that says I got 70 packages on the truck, and I gotta deliver them all. I ain't gonna make it. I'm like, well, dang. So I start calling around just to get somebody <laughs> else. And of course, nobody can come. You know, so. Damn, he didn't call very deep. Uh, uh-uh, he did, didn't. Did he, he call you? Uh. Uh-uh. 
He don't ever call me though. I don't know why. In an hour, I mean, I probably made him mad too. I, mean, <laughs> I have, a, have a habit of making people mad. Don't so, know why. So we stuck that mannequin over there. That mannequin did a better job with Brett would have done. But that, <laughs> we had Brett. I mean, we had Brett on the phone. I, it was like I, I felt there's a country song. That felt I forget what they say. Cross legged and starry eyed. I Man, he was telling stories in here. I just was quiet. I mean, he went on forever telling stories. <laughs> no, people Brett's I never good, heard man. of hey, before. Brett, you get Brett talking on podcasts or something. Brett's good. He's got a lot of information too. Yeah, he knows everybody and everywhere and what's going on, what's going on with the fish. <laughs> yeah, I called Daniel Cook. Yeah, old Brett's a good dude. He just got some dumb rules on the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, shots fired. Go. Uh, we got you. Always got to slide that one in, right? <laughs> hey, talking about Lake Murray, so I, I did not realize this until uh, I started following okay. that page. I didn't know that there were so many daggone shell crackers in that lake. Oh, yeah. Where? That's Murray. Oh, oh yeah. Dudes catch giant ones down there. Oh, yeah. I saw one picture. Dude had his entire front deck of his bass boat was covered in shell crackers. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they were in there like that. So are sh- shell crackers and warm mouths the same? No. no. Okay. They, uh, the shell cracker world record was just broken on Lake Havasu this year. It was six and a half pounds. It's a bluegill. That's got a red ear on the side. That's uh, quite the brimsk. It looks like it, it. Their markings almost look like a crappy with bluegill coloring, and they got a red spot on their gill plate. And they they call it red catch, ear. and then after Dalton's tournament, we gonna go anywhere we like. <laughs> <laughs> they fun, more fun to eat. In that casting, in that casting right now, grilled. In that casting for a cure tournament, I caught one. Oh, Lord. Come on. Pugs text me. I caught one out here. That's the first one I ever caught. I really? fished this lake for... What, shell cracker? Yeah, for as long as i almost been alive. Here's some big Go to Lake James right now or the next moon. Take you to the big old tub of crickets with a little kid and go to the back of pockets. Oh, my gosh. You can catch whatever you want. You can actually I, probably catch largemouth trying to eat your brim when you're on the Now, I've caught... I've caught really big ones on Santee with my father-in-law. He likes to he likes to brim fish, and he knows where all of them are. But that's the only place I've ever caught them. They'll catch them in the summer on Murray, fishing on the bottom like twenty foot shell crackers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what those guys that's were talking weird. about. They're talking about drop shotting red wigglers in <laughs> six to eight I mean, foot of water. You, they catch them in the middle of the summer. I mean, out there deep, they catch good ones. Listen. I- I probably shouldn't say anything, but Gunnersville, Pickwick, all those lakes, everybody thinks so. Oh, it's gizzard shad offshore they're targeting. And yes, that's some of it. There's a lot of brim out there, too. There's a lot of brim on those shell beds out, you know, 10, 12, 14, 18 foot of water. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's weird. Oh, that's Pug's thing. We'll mm-hmm. share that. That's, that's pretty good. Sixth to 12th grade graders signed up. Phantom Bass Class. Patrick Walters, Hank Cherry. Oh, you're going to be there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> Guy Aker and Pug Clements. 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 Who's that? That's the Phantom. Oh, day. Pug Clements. Oh. <laughs> Clementine. Didn't you know Clementine? Right. Up. That MPFL announcer, that's what he, he can't. I don't know how people get Clements out of that, out of Clements. Your, your, your mother is a surefire Yankee. She just said Keister. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that out of a Canadian one time. Hey, hey! <laughs> Drop a crawler harness on. 
You talking about a crawler harness. Shane snagged one at the mouth of uh, Lake Huron when we were up there. You remember that? That sucker that was caught that was hooked on that Mm-mm. that big bottom rig you set the hook on the, on a uh, on a tube. It's I'm hung up and you set the hook again about three or four times and finally wound it in and it was a you sucker that, right? stuck to yeah. it. Oh yeah. You yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, big yeah, one yeah. big old yeah. sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Anything going on down your way? I hope we got the college no, I got deal. That college deal, two hundred boats, I'm thinking that deal. I got the stage set up, Dalton's already got his he got his walk-up song ready. He, yeah, he wants to go sheephead fishing. I told him he, get, he wins that trophy. We're strapping on top of the T-top ride. Right <laughs> I ain't never. I ain't figured out yet why we ain't got invited to go sheephead fishing. I ain't been fishing. to sale. Where did we get invited? To I ain't been. We got invited. No, who was it? It was me and Chris. We got invited that time. You was bringing the uh, those bibs down to the lake. Yeah, I have. I ain't been. Well, let's go. Ronnie went. I got. Uh, I got two weeks off. Let's go. I don't think they quite there. Ronnie went. Sunday, he caught forty. Oh, but they ain't quite, they ain't quite there. there. Only twenty of them are keepers. Mm. Yeah, and that—that's not—that ain't good. I so. saw a big sheephead at the Georgia Aquarium. And then they caught a big old shark and followed it around. And can you eat them? I don't think you want to eat these. It's probably six, seven foot long. He said. He said they fought it for an hour, got to the boat, and he grabbed it by the tail, and it just went absolutely. What crazy. kind of shark was it? I don't know. It was absolutely crazy a and ended one. up breaking the line <laughs> and decided to make a run. But I know they lost several to the sharks. So Sharks are endangered, though. You didn't know? They ain't endangered in Georgetown. If you want to get shark bit, go swim in Georgetown. Yeah, yeah. I call a sheep's head. No, no, we can't really. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that one. Off air. That, that's an off air story. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> What else uh, is going on? Any BFLs? I know there's one. Why are you asking us? The 12. Hill. I'm pretty sure that truck out there no, says BFL. It's the 112th and the 19th. Man, Savannah River and the Cyclone Division. One's out of Doran, one's out of Wildwood. Mm-hmm. Which one's out of Wildwood? Probably Savannah River? Yes. Yeah. 12th yep. and 19th. Yeah, I fished the Savannah River, the last one out of Wildwood. And I thought it was at. Dorn. Uh, at Dorn. Yeah. So I left I left from Tennessee up there and I'm coming down, coming from Douglas and I was just gonna sleep in the truck. So I'm riding, I'm going to I was gonna step down to Hickory Knob down there and just kinda of blend in with the rest of them sleep in the truck, you know. Mm-hmm. And I called John Hare and he said, No, it's going out of Wildwood Oh which, man, that's nowhere near that's the other end of the world from <laughs> Dorn. Just changed my plans. That's that's it. Zip code. That's like a whole nother zip code. <laughs> I think that tournament was the same time as the dang uh, Augusta too, wasn't it? Something. I don't know. There were boats everywhere. There was a, there was high school thing going. Yep. I had boats everywhere. I know the twelfth or one of them tournaments is a high rock BFL. June. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the same week as the classic, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Well, that's a dumb question. Yeah. I know you're going. You're going to classic. Yeah, I'm going to work. Yeah. Because I suck. <laughs> man, it's what it is, right? Hey. What about what about hey. out here? They got any trails starting up out here? You got all the nighttime deal stuff, right? Nice. Yeah, we, yeah, we got Thursday night or Friday night. Huh? Then we will be eating steak when we go there. Where? Hey, uh, Shane, you're in town next week, I ain't right? I've never been there. Yeah. All right, we might, we might throw together a Rusty Hooks Tuesday tournament. 
What, next week? Yeah, since you're in town. Okay. Why not? be Tuesday. Tuesday works. What do you want it to be? Wednesday, Thursday. No, wait. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday works, whatever. That's Memorial Week, right? Monday's Memorial Day. And this Monday is? Yeah. It's going to be Wednesday at least. Yeah. <laughs> that way we let everybody get back to work and... <laughs> Yeah, the the yeah. Monday okay. will be nice. I ain't gonna touch that. But all right, we gonna have a podcast Monday night. Last year we 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 didn't have one Memorial Day. Um, I think we might have to just carry on tradition and uh, have a hiatus on the holidays when it falls. Yeah, probably. Okay. probably you can wear some of those forearm sleeves. And I'm gonna take. I'm gonna be working on that. I'm gonna have to do something. This is uh. It's not a good look for me. I mean, I've done a lot oh, of things. Oh, it's pretty I like funny. It. I like it. It's pretty I mean, funny looking. <laughs> it's a good look, man. It's kind of an odd tan line, unless you're I, like a I mean, you know. two-tone Terry. Did you have your Did you have your watch on too? Yeah, uh, that's that's always. I mean, about white as white can be underneath. There. I mean, <laughs> hey man, the funniest tan I've ever seen is Maurice Barnett. I mean, he's that's got, pretty white. Yeah, them Crocs. Yeah, mm-hmm. the they dots. got a hole in them. He takes them off, man. He's got. He's got tan dots on his feet. Oh, Mike Stevens does too. <laughs> Mike Stevens come in here not that long ago wearing his Crocs and he slipped them off. I looked at his feet and said, dude, you need to go home and take a shower. Like he's got chicken pop. And he's Man, like, he's so like what are you talking about? I said, look at your feet. He said, what? And he went, went down there. He said, that's my tan. He wears them every day. Last time I was down at Horrible for that CBC, he left his Crocs down there at Reed's house, at Reed's parents' lake house. When he found him, when he realized that they were down there and got him back, you, it's like he lost, found his long lost dog. <laughs> oh God. Hey, I do got a question for dogs. Is not dogs on here? He needs to be studying a graph or math or is something. There, where can you watch the weigh-in dog? Is there is there weigh-in uh, live anywhere? Sure, if somebody's doing a is, Facebook is it live. The Bass, is it the Bass National or is it the FLW college stuff? MLF. I don't know. Which one is it, dog? Cause they do, they do tell, they do uh, some of that on video. Well, he's got to log out of Akrite and log back in the dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give him a second. Hold on. He'll get in there in just a second. Or Andy. Yep. See, Dalton was the last comment besides Jeff and Ronnie. So who? There you go. There's Ronnie Wilson. There you go. Say, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie said you should go do it, Joey. I was just saying, we drove to Gunnersville for a live way, and you should go to drive five miles down the road. I'll do it. I mean, it ain't even five miles. It probably is during working. Collegiate I do. Bass. Everybody don't think I work, but I do work. Collegiate Bass Association. It's on their website. C-B-A. It's on whose website? Collegiate Bass Association. So it's not a sanction. It's not a sanction. I guess it's not Bass or MLF. John Martin. <laughs> Boys from the shop were judging boat launch techniques at Blythe this Saturday. Bring a chair for now your that boat. Would, that would be fun. <laughs> Y'all I, guess they, I, guess, I guess everybody's seen the TikTok video of the guy pulling the boat out and the trailer hangs up on the side of the yeah, dock. Rips it. I think it was a Lake Waccamaw. Yeah. It snatches the axle out from under it. Yeah. I'll say this about Blythe. Blythe's hard to launch at, period. Especially in the dark. Well, the I've, I've seen some serious stuff get tore up there. All they need to do is they need to go between the ramps and go ahead and just concrete that little five-foot strip. Cut the poles down and concrete the whole thing. Yep. No, because you'll have somebody pull right down the middle. You wouldn't well, be able to get more. Who cares? It's, it's better than doing that and then getting stuck in the rocks. So, like, most of True. the ramps, they <laughs> do a big slab of concrete and they push it off. Blythe is not like that. It's not set up like that. I don't know why, but it's just not. And if you it's get... always, like, I always get there early for, like, a CBC, 
and all, you'll see me tied off and I'm right by the dock. It's not to talk junk or just be close. It's to watch people drive off the curb and you're like, hey, stop. No, they just keep on trucking. Well, the the way it's set up right there, the uh, the street lights are blinding. Yeah. Nobody, because they're facing back. Nobody them. turns their lights off when they're backing up. And the, 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 the angle of that ramp, I mean, you might it looks like you're backing off a cliff. Yeah. Until the back of your back two wheels get down and then you can see where your 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 boat is. There's been a bunch of times where I've been real close to being in rocks. Oh, I tell you, the last <laughs> last time we were last time I put in for a tournament there, I normally don't. I usually, usually put I in at, put at, at Beatty's Ford run and over. run across. But um I was sitting there in the boat and there was a guy in a brand hammer new bass cat. Brand new. This dude's backing him down. We get the back, you know, the boat comes off. The old boy goes to pull out and he cut it too soon. Man, he ripped a whole fender mm. off of that brand new boat. I mean, and, and everybody's sitting there watching and the guy driving the truck ain't ain't checked up yet. He just kept right on going. I don't know what all he destroyed, but it was a bunch. There was fiberglass going everywhere. I, I At that seen, point, you might as well just keep getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I seen a guy back off the, uh, that first slot at Blythe one year. The water was low. It was cold weather. He backed right into the rocks over there. It's tight when the water's low. Some of the best boat ramps I ever I've ever seen were at, are at Cherokee. When we were up there when the water was down, and we came back when the water was up, <laughs> yeah. you can't run off those boat ramps. No, nope. they're like three miles long. <laughs> yeah, I mean they dropped they dropped the, the water level forty feet in the wintertime, so they got to have a ramp to get in, I guess. That's how we caught fish off the ends of the boat ramps, dragging <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, last year they had two people dump their boats off right out here, Buster Boy. Off the I, ramp, I, just I right saw, off the trailer. I saw oh. a TikTok here from Saturday. Old dude starts to park his pontoon, jumps off the boat, and it's still in gear, and forgot he had didn't have a. Oh, yeah. tied off to it. No, Matt Hayes. No, Matt, Matt Hayes. Well, it might have been. I don't know. He I saw it on his Hayes. live. Yep. And he he jumped off on a dock and turned around to grab the rope. Boat and there was no rope. Up. Nobody else in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rope. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Yeah. I didn't tell you. I, mean, I know you know, Kyle. Whenever I blasted. Well, I put the boat in at the house for that BFL. Oh, yeah. That morning. Oh, yeah. And I left, I left something in the truck. So the boat was at the dock. I get in the boat. I start, turn around and start out. I said, dang, I'm going to lift something sunglasses or something, man. And I turn around I come back and pull up. And what I usually do is because the dock's a shallow, I nose up to the dock and I put the pole down. So I nose up to the dock and I hit the button and pull the pole down. And I run up on the door and I start running up the truck and I grab my glasses. And this was like, I mean, I kind of slip in. I mean, this is like 25 minutes. 9.30. It was 25 minutes for a blast off. You know that same BFL. Man, I bet you're going where it was sweating. When I come down on the dock, <laughs> the boat was 15 feet away from the dock, and it was dark. The lights were on, and the engine was running. Uh, and I'm like, oh god! When it starts raining, who are we gonna freezing. call? Today? Yeah, and I'm like, what in the world am I gonna do here? And I just out of sheer luck, Marshall answered the phone, and he come rescue me. <laughs> man, go I, live, I, I thought you were gonna jump. We saw that workout video, man. You, you're an athlete. I started taking my bibs off and I said, you know what? I said, this is one of them deals to where it's so cold. I will. I'll get in that water and that'll be it for me. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that'll be it, man. I said, I won't make it. What? He something, was, something was up with that BFL. They were as, 
at Blast Off. What we started at seven. That was one of the first ones. It's still cold. Yeah. They was they was guys still going through boat check forty five minutes. They was up, but it was raining. Off. It was going to rain all Good day. And it was Lord. freezing cold. Oh yeah. They was non boaters with no rain jackets. They would come in for boat check and everybody were going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, y'all have fun today. <laughs> <laughs> That old dude like that one time at uh we fished a, a BFL at Lake Russell. And this dude I get down there to the boat and this dude he walks up and it's raining in about forty degrees. This man has got no rain suit. He says, But I got this. This dude had three trash bags. <laughs> he put a trash bag on each leg and a trash bag over his body and here we go up the lake at seventy mile an hour. Well, needless to say, by the time we stop, all the trash bags are gone. <laughs> uh, where were we? That was uh, that was at Toho. Remember running up the canal, and we saw that storm coming. Oh yeah! And you cut it hard and pulled off. And yep. You got dressed real fast. I said, "What are you dressed for?" And he pointed up there. I mean, it was like wall of water. I mean, I've seen a wall of water before. This looked like a wave coming down the canal. We saw a wall of water out here last year. You and Shane were out here, me and the kids. That was this interesting. Was great. That was nuts. <clears throat> well, what time is it? The, uh, what is... What is hmm? Travis yep. Honeycutt, how do we hurt G-Man's feelings? I, I hadn't heard that. Oh, what happened to him? That's his home lake, and he pulled Scott Hammer. Oh, he went out there and tried to fish deep. Y'all seen the video of him and Paul and it? Yeah. Yeah. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Um, I didn't see it. You didn't see this? So, G-Man's out there catching fish on a school of deep fish. They're like two-pounders. Paul has been fishing, can't catch him. G-Man said, you need to throw this. You got one? Evidently, they're on the same pro staff or whatever. And Paul said, no. I don't have that color. I'm out of that color. G-Man throws in the bait, throws up there, and starts catching him. G-Man's sitting back off. Now say it. Who's your daddy? <laughs> and it makes him say it. Yeah, you hear Paul and it go, you're my daddy, G. <laughs> that Murray tournament, at the same time, they had a MLF Cup event down there. It's it was actually right on. Now. Yeah, I watched it when I got home. Joey, that, they've been talking about snotgrass down there for a while. Those guys were catching fish on a trap, ripping out of snotgrass. Have you watched any of that? Mm-mm. What's, right what's the deal with all the snotgrass yeah, down there? I don't know. It's awful. I know that. It is. It what, is. Is, it, is it black? Green? No, it's green. It's, it's green. green, nasty snot yeah. stuff. Does it smell like a skunk? No, it ain't the skunk weed. It's, mm. it's, more, it's too, more stringy. And it just, it's, it's like old eyelashes. Yeah, old ass. left on a on a counter. A, Did you see any of that? They were snapping a rattle trap out. No, of I didn't watch it. Believe it or not, I mean, I, we were somewhere. We were somewhere fishing. And I didn't get to watch it. So I was trying to keep up with it. But I, couldn't. I couldn't believe they were doing it. I was like, man, there ain't no way they're doing that. And they, they, I mean, they, that's how they were. I would get updates from some other people that were watching. They'd call and tell me something. But they're they're airing around they're your house. Right, yeah, they're airing <laughs> it right now. Are they? Yeah. The first uh, first one was last weekend, or no? Two the one I ago, seen I was was from this past Saturday, and their zone was from Drear Island to right above Rocky Creek. Really? Mm. Well, I mean, I heard is this one where they years. snuck over to Monticello and no, watery? They, uh, well, they stayed on Murray, I'm pretty sure. Jimmy Wilson got. Well, I mean, that's possible. I heard it from all the fertilizer people use on the lawns. I mean, there was a tail a while when the hydrilla was in the lake. That's why. 
That's why the hydrilla was so good down there. For nitrogen Fertilizer. Helps. Yeah. <laughs> nitrogen helps it, but it's once it, it comes from the lake above. It's, I mean, I was, they, we, I was told that's why they drain a lake to a certain point so the cold weather will freeze it out because it'll help. I wish they do it at Baden because it's wiped out the whole of Whitney side yep. and Tuckertown. But since they're so small, they can't drain them, drain them down. I, I, I was actually talking to Cole Huskin today. I think that stuff's out to like 12, 15 foot at Tuckertown. What? That's not grass? Not grass. Really? I think it stopped around eight. What is that stuff? What What was his name? Lindy or something. Uh, yeah. what, Will, Will, no, what was Frazier. his name? Frazier. Yeah, Frazier. William Frazier. It's William really, Frazier. really expensive to kill it if you chemically treat it. Like, it's impossible if they do a reservoir. The only way really you can do it is draw the lake down, freeze it out, hopefully. Yeah, they, Frazier actually watery. posted something, some kind of blue jugs they dump all in everywhere. Let me tell That's you like something. Yeah. Watery used to be real bad in Taylor's Creek, a couple of pockets around Clearwater and stuff. I was talking to a couple of guys down there. Last time I was at Watery, you can't find it. It's like it just disappeared. Well, Watery was down at night. When I was down there for the CBC last year, it was a lot of the docks I tried to go fish. I knew brush was under. You couldn't you could fish see the brush sticking out. Because the brush was on the bank because it was so low. But they had it was so covered in that snot grass. Maybe they drew it down low enough last year. Let me tell you something. It, was, it wasn't. I mean, there there's a specific spot in Taylor's Creek that's nine foot on top that was eat up with it. There was one, there was one little clean spot, literally the size of this table. That if you could get a crankbait on, you catch a fish. But all around, if you miss the spot, you bring back. I mean, it was like a knot of it, and now it's all gone. It's like the bottom slick, smooth, clean. Yeah, that's Chris and uh, Jody saying a drawdown. It didn't help it, but I know this. far as doing it for or hearing about it like golf course ponds or ponds or little lakes stuff like that it's got to get down to a certain amount to a certain temp for a certain amount of time to freeze the roots out gotcha if it don't basically like if they draw it down nine foot and it doesn't get to the freezing point long enough you're basically saying hey it's still spreading it's actively growing so trying to try to dump some carp in there now like you did on lake normish I remember when they drew Murray down, Joe, you probably remember this. They drew Murray down in the late 90s to try to kill out the hydrilla. 96. And all it did was grow deeper. Was it 96 or 97? Something like that. It, that was, uh, you remember it got out to about 30 foot? Oh, yeah. That year, Where was that at? They drew Murray, it down Murray. and found a nice rock pile my lower unit tore it off. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. Bob Island. We should, uh, all that stuff done was grow deeper. And then when the lake filled back up, you talking about fun. You get out there with a spook and them suckers come out thirty foot of water and blast it. Murray was an amazing lake when you I ain't was kidding. There. I'm talking about everybody talked about how good Gunnersville is and it was good. If they'd have left Murray alone with a hydrilla, I mean it'd be just as it'd be better. I mean it, it was unbelievable. So here's here's the big issue with our natural resources, wildlife commissions and they look at it as native and non native. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not it's not about what's good for the fishery, what's it's not about it's about let's keep it natural. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest problem is is hydrilla is not native to here. Yeah, well I mean they're not they're not into building mm-hmm. they're not into building no bass lakes or anything. No. They're really not. I, mean, I get I get what they're doing, but No, they tried they've tried their best for years to kill Santee. But it, it was <laughs> unbelievable. I tell people that, and they yeah. they don't the people that didn't get the experience don't know. But it did, but still, it not being there made me better on that lake because when it was there, we either threw a rail trap, 
or a DB22 out on that deep edge. Or that great big jig. Or we flip a slip jig. A slip jig, I remember. Ronnie Mueller takes and Ronnie Mueller and I fish together. We fish floatworm every now and again. But we did the same stuff all year long. You had to flip a jig in that grass or in February throw her out of trap. I remember the first time I ever seen one of them big slip jigs. I was like, what in the hell is that? It's, you know, you see like a You know what a slither rig is? The Strike King, imagine that about three times bigger, mm-hmm. and it was it slipped up and down the line, and you put a bead in it, a, a five volt hook, and a big zoom roadkill uh, crawl. Road yeah. crawl, the one big one. Well, by the time it was done, square, it was it was this long, brown square rubber. Yep, it was this long, mm-hmm. and you threw that thing on a broom handle. Because you went out there twenty six, foot deep, six. yeah, you went <laughs> out there, there was. twenty foot deep, and you pitched it in that hydrilla, and it's just like flipping mill full, and that thing, you that thing will be falling in, and when you cracked him, it was it was three to nine pounds nearly every time. That's was it all not? we did? I mean, really, that's all we did. So first one them I ever seen. You remember Bo Dixon? Bo Dixon had them, yeah, and Doug, Bo Dixon, Doug Lamb, yep. they were the ones. I mean, they kind of, I think they started that mess on Murray. But yeah, I mean, God, same. Were you part of the yeah. pilot sinking crew on that lake in the grass? I have sink pilots before in the grass. I'm gonna tell you something. Four by eight sheets of plywood. I didn't do that. <laughs> pilots are not necessarily easy to sink. No, I don't think it. Well, I mean, you think so, you think oh, just throw a bag of sackcrete in the middle of it? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I forget. You need like was, four of them. I to was sink really pilot. young. I can't remember if it was my dad or who it was. Hell, it might have been. No, it wasn't you, but. We would go down there just to fish, and they'd throw that slip rig, and, and there was this one area that we found. A boat would come in there, and when he would flip, you'd hear it. I mean, they're going to hear it on the microphone, but when it would go through the grass, you'd hear it go. <laughs> 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 they kept flipping that one spot. Yeah. Finally, whenever I looked, and it was, I thought it was a pallet when I was a kid. It was probably what you were talking about. It was probably pieces of plywood that no, they used to weight them down I I'll guess tell you I what what I saw what I seen firsthand those guys do they would take a four by eight sheet of plywood and take liquid nails and put it on there and take center blocks and stack it all the way around it to sink that plywood in the grass in the grass and then just make a big hole in the grass and then fish would sit on the edges of it that cost you about two hundred dollars a day though. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you remember when Ella Dia was there, don't you? Uh-huh. I mean that back ninety six, ninety seven, you talk about that drawdown, that's when Ella Dia was there. Yep. I mean, it was that was pretty good stuff. The who? Ella Dia. Who's mm-hmm. that? It's just it's another grass. type of grass that only grew up off the bottom about four foot out there. Has the bank grass started green up down there yet? Yeah. Water really? Yeah. Mark Cox wants to know what other baits besides yeah, the jig produced for you around the docks at Gunnersville. <laughs> Uh, Mark, to be honest with you, I never threw anything else. You throw a chicken bait? I threw a jig around the docks, and in between the docks, I threw the big pop R, the piece of ebony pop R. I caught one fish that I weighed on it the first two days um, and didn't catch any on it the last two days. I'm going to tell you something. Chatterbait, I, you know, Shane, I know you throw it a lot. I know you throw it clear water, dirty water, whatever. But Gunnersville. I did not expect that lake to be that clear. It used to not be. It used I, to I'm, not I'm, be. You're talking, you can see the bottom in six, seven foot of water. Yeah. Like, you could bed fish in seven foot of water there. Yeah, so all the grass, when I was there, the two times I went, the the main river channel was real dirty. And the, on the inside grass line, it would be stained. But, it, I mean, it was... Nah, this place, mud, I'm, mud. you're talking Lake Norman, a yeah, little it, bit clearer than It used to look like yeah. out here when I was a kid. I mean, not a mud hole, but, I mean, it was... 
stained good good stuff I mean Pug, Pug was like ADD I'm trying to stay with Shane and you know we're there to support him and Pug's looking and he's he's like counting fish and brim and <laughs> you know catfish yeah. there's all kinds of stuff it's like being at the Georgia Aquarium all over again <laughs> that place is awesome you just got you just got to go there right yeah I went Sunday we used to got to see them whale sharks man they got they have three whale sharks in a in a tank and they're little whale sharks they're 19 feet long (laughs) (laughs) and and you know you go through and you can kind of see and there's like little portholes you can walk through and then when you finally get to like the I don't know three story high viewing glass you're standing there and you can't see in the back and then when the first one comes by it's just like I mean, it's just how big it is. I mean, it just takes your Joe can tell you. He sent me a video. Of it. Yeah. I'm when a, I when I'm I a kid when I see them. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> I texted. He's trying to figure said, out one what he'll bite. <laughs> I texted and said, "Bro, these whale sharks." He goes, "It's the coolest thing in the whole wide world." <laughs> you gotta see one in the wild off. Uh, we've seen we've seen them offshore before, and it's literally like another boat i'd love to see one <laughs> like i almost if well like, it'd been cool to jump in water just to be you should have jumped in there with him i would have where'd you see a whale shark at we, we've seen them in mexico i saw i was gonna say i think they like hot hot water not that yankee water up north oh, i mean seen them off charleston before <laughs> hey can you really yeah That's, i didn't know i mean <laughs> they got great whites there too Hey, not, not to change the subject, but while we still live, I got a buddy of mine looking. He's a co-angler looking for a boater link for the Clark Hill tournament. Which one? For June the twelfth. Tell him to go on the uh, the link page on Facebook. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit him up on the link page. But if there's anybody, if there's anybody watching that needs a, a co-angler link for the June the twelfth tournament on Clark Hill, is it Randy tells off? Ken Hodges. (laughs) Somebody, a real, a real guy. Ken Hodges. Yeah. If you just said it was one of them, they'd come out of woodwork. Yeah. 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 I'd about that. If if he gets on that link page, six, seven o'clock at night, he'll have a link within fifteen minutes. Yeah. He hit me with a message a minute ago. He actually hit me last week. You said it was Randy Tellsall. Can BFL employees fish the BFLs? Yeah, they can. Okay. Yeah, speaking of that, I need a link for High Rock, uh, June 26th. I need a non-voter link, so anybody wants to sign up. That's got Brandon's name written all over it. Who that? He don't like fishing over there. I like taking my boat up there. I'm not letting my arms get like this again. <laughs> Does it hurt? I mean, he got some nice rusty hook shirts over here with sleeves. He on. had one on. I had one on. <laughs> and the problem is, is there was no wind. And I'm like... I'm sweating, so I pull the sleeve up. I pull the sleeve up. We take the nice boat ride, and I'm feeling good. And she pulled up to about right here. Yeah, just about right there, <laughs> and never pulled them back down. And then I got home last night, and you know my wife's asleep in the bed, and I get ready for bed, and I look over, I'm like, what in the world is that? And I had to go into the bathroom, turn the light on, just to see that I scorched myself. <laughs> All right, believe it or not, we've been here an hour and a half already. Oh, time flies when you're having fun. It does. What's for dinner? Y'all ate? I know y'all ain't ate. Barley and hops. I'm the skinniest man here. I know y'all hungry. Shane had... Oh, I had a chicken sandwich. David had Jersey Mike's. It wasn't, no, it wasn't, it wasn't from Chick-fil-A, Joey. <laughs> Joey that's had Chick-fil-A. I'm, ter- I'm telling you, that's terrible. Guess. Wait a minute now. 
I shouldn't have stopped. It might have made me late. I was like early until I stopped. Thank <laughs> God, no. Hey, uh, David's got your rod ready for you, too. He said he just got the glue dried no, up. So. I can't. I can't. That's not. Unfortunately, I can't let that go. That's, that is another customer's. That's the, I thought he ordered a 6.9 just like that one. No, that's seven foot. Oh, okay. Pink lady. Mm-hmm. Is that a rusty hook custom rod there? You guys okay. do that here, right? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Don't be We're lying. getting ready to. Look at the guides on that thing. Everything's matching. Oh, that thing that's a good looking rod, man. man. That is a Ned Rig special right there, baby. Is that for is that for, is that for rusty hooks? Oh, you can customers? snatch some sheep head with that rod, I promise you. Is that for rusty hooks? <laughs> it is. It is. Oh. Jig, we you talked about earlier. Mark Cox is asking if you jig and trailer color one more time. Um, it was just uh, it's a custom color jig that I tie myself. It's uh, it's just a green pumpkin and brown jig. It's nothing secret. It's just uh, I try not to, you know. I asked John not to sell it, but is this a nine sixteenths true south jig? I threw a Reaction Innovations uh, spicy beaver on it, along with a, um, a Strike King Rage Crawl. But the the common factor in it was a crawfish jar jelly. Um, put that all over my jig. It didn't matter which one it was, and that was pretty much my setup for four solid days. Wait a minute! You patented green pumpkin brown? Yeah, I here. didn't patent it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I said I asked John not to sell it. Is oh, what I said. Man in the jig selling business, not to sell jigs. Yep. That finished seventh, sixth on a Elite Series tournament. That's right. This buy a green pumpkin. I mean, <laughs> buy a brown one. I, hey, and then that's not that's not a lie either. I've been in the boat with you a whole bunch. There's one jig color you throw. It is a green pumpkin and brown. That's so right. Jason that's Lee. it. First comment I seen Jason Land on here. Jason Land finally got on here. He's a special one, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Rusty hooks live, where our hooks may be rusty, but our points are always sharp. Joe, thanks for coming up. Oh, thanks for having me, man. I'm always a uh, Check out Joey's uh, Joey and the Cruise. Well, Joey's YouTube, Sab, Sab Fishing. Sab Fishing. His Sab Facebook Fishing. Pages. Check, uh -huh. out, check out your Facebook pages. Pages. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Jason Land. Uh, and Joey's hosting a podcast with his uh, fellow PSA uh, pro staffers down at the Palmetto State Armory. Fishing post, yeah, outpost. To, we're ready to get up a little competition between PSA and Rusty Hooks. Mm. Now we can make that happen. Uh huh. That? Yeah, we can make that crew happen. Crew versus crew. No, you got Ronnie McCoy's gonna have to have a Facebook page first. He got it, baby. No, no, uh. Oh, yeah. McCoy, it ain't went live yet, but did he beat me to it? It's going on, baby. You got it. He's right, Ronnie. Tells oh, <laughs> he went live, but he's coming. Mm. We're gonna do everybody, everybody. In their own boat on that one? Well, we can to do whatever we, whatever we want to do. <laughs> we you get, want to do we teams? Find you or? I think we need to go catch a sheephead. <laughs> I'd rather do that myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you this. If there's PSA crew versus Rusty Hooks live crew on sheephead fishing, we're going to have to rely on David. <laughs> you don't know how to catch sheephead? Well, I, I could probably catch them when they bite, but I don't know how to find them. Well, it ain't real hard when you just fish the jetties. Okay. <laughs>
I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you this: you're not gonna lock me to the jetties if we have to do it like to that. Catch you bad? You're not gonna lock me to the jetties. No, okay, whatever. I'm not. <laughs> Y'all know more about it than I do. Man, I'm not like gonna. Rim, you just ain't gonna throw a cork and a worm. Oh, I know that. I've done, done it before. I'm not gonna act like I've I've been at two or three times, but I'm not gonna act like I know how to there's go find of, them. Yeah, there's a lot of little current. There's, there's a lot of current places. This current breaks. It's not necessarily about a a rock or necessarily the jetties there there are some other places around that they can, tend yeah, they to catch some sight fishing and fly rods really mm-hmm. let me tell you something yeah. the, the, the record the record was caught off uh what what public dock was that was that, was that mount pleasant community 13 dock? pounds something. yeah oh lord that's a big one yeah yeah you literally go over i've caught a bunch of like four or five pounders but i ain't ever caught oh, nothing yeah. like that no no we caught the big one i think ronnie Ronnie called the biggest one I've ever seen in Charleston. I caught catch a couple. I'll grill them. We didn't. I would tell you what you don't want to do. Stick your finger in the Because every time you guess them, something else. Even if they're dead, though. Yeah. It was. I mean, it had to be 11. Oh, Lord. I got a picture of him. He's holding it up. I mean, in his past his shoulders. Really? I mean, yeah. That's that's huge. Yeah. When he set the hook on that fish, it headed straight toward Ravenel Bridge. And just. At least he got it out. Yeah. Most of the time, they'll just burrow back into whatever hole they well, popped out of. Rocks, and we've had them go through. They'll go in in the jetty and come out the other side. That's really. Mm-hmm. They can just go through, through the rocks. They I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> they go over the rocks. I mean. <laughs> I must e. not have seen e. that. E.T.'s about to phone home. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you got no sense. What am I missing? Kyle's back to being Kyle. Comment him but and Jerry. Him and Jerry in comment war. I only made one oh. comment, but it was the best. So I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got to make six to catch up. I mean, that's all. You get it, jumping in, making one good comment. Okay. Anyway, let's get out of here. All right, let's sign this thing out. Shane's tired. I'm tired. The rest of these goons are just silly. Oh. They're silly. All right, guys. Will we got anything else? See you guys next week. Yeah. Nope. What? Oh yeah, we're off no. next week. Next two week weeks. we're off. Two weeks. That means, that means two we're weeks gonna weeks have two wrestling biographies to talk about. That's right. And some <laughs> new tackle hit in the store. Hopefully. I don't know what. I, I can't remember who's coming next week. <laughs> I ain't seen it. I don't know. All right. See you guys. You got control of the system here. Sorry. David, I need some stuff for Gators tournament. Gift card or something. If I need to buy them, that's yeah, fine no, too. Got, whatever. We're still alive. Yeah. Oh, we're gone. Are we not gone? Mine's still.